Hey, hey, welcome back to Mamas Have Special Needs 2. This is episode 86, Getting Out of Stress. And I'm your host, Ashley Johnston. Welcome to the Mamas Have Special Needs 2 podcast, where we are learning to thrive in and enjoy our lives again. I'm your host, Ashley Johnston. Let's go. Welcome, welcome. If you're new to the podcast, I want to welcome you especially. Welcome to our group of mamas. I like to call you all ladies of women that are looking for real solutions to the problems that we are struggling with and not just sympathy from people that have no idea what it's like. So today I want to talk about stress. And I'm just going to kind of skim the surface because it's actually a pretty in-depth topic, which is actually really exciting. So um, I'll be doing actually doing a workshop here at the end of February, if that is something you are interested in. And I'm, I'll share more about that in the podcast as we go through it. I will leave an email in the links below so that you can shoot me an email about that and I can get you hooked up to join me in that workshop. So, but like I said today, we're just going to skim the surface about how you can give yourself a break, like actually experiencing relief and reprieve in your life on a day-to-day basis. And the main thing that we're going to focus on is how to stop being stuck in stress. And that is what's going to create that reprieve and that break for you. So you're going to want to stick around to the end so that you can avoid the chronic emotional and mental fatigue that come with being stuck in stress. Instead, you will have increased awareness of why you were stressed, why you are stuck in stress, and how to step out of the cycle. All right, so when it comes to giving yourself a break from the exhaustion of stress, we all really know that we need to be well, less stressed, right? That's how you get the break. But a huge thing that holds a lot of special needs mamas back is time. And I hear it all the time. Where am I going to find time to take a break? I have absolutely no time for myself. I can't take time away from my kids for what they need. Or even like time what is that? Like personal time. What is that? It's interesting because these moms aren't only worried about where they're going to find the time to take a break from being stressed, but who is going to take care of their kids while they're gone? And then is it even worth it to take that break because the whole time they're gone, they're worrying about their kid back at home and if everything's going to be okay. And listen, like, this makes total sense. But here's the thing. You don't have to take a physical break away from your family and your child and your life to actually experience reprieve and a break from the stress cycle. Which is totally crazy, right? But it's true. And I'm going to show you how. 
So I'm gonna start with a little story, an experience actually. So let's uh, jump back in time, jump back in time with me to 2017, 2018, which was pretty much the first years that I started to um, go on this journey with my daughter. That's when we first started to discover that she was delayed developmentally and we didn't know why. And that's when we started to see all the doctors and everything like that. So, so brand new to this journey. And I remember one day, I felt like it was going to be a pretty good day because I was able to take a shower. <laughs> and uh, if you've been in this, in the beginning stages, you know what I'm talking about. So today or that day, I was able to get a shower and I thought, oh my gosh, for sure today is going to be a good day. I'm getting showered. I'm getting ready. I'm not going to feel super frumpy. And it just makes me feel better when I'm dressed and ready for the day. It makes a difference. So there I was in the bathroom getting ready and no music or podcast today because, I mean, that's something I usually do, but I didn't want to do any music or podcast that day. I just wanted to think just wanted to think and kind of take things really slow. And as I started to let my mind wander, thoughts of the past popped up in my mind. Thoughts about, I wonder like if I had seen the signs early enough, if I could have prevent, prevented my daughter from developing these delays. Or if I was more observant, maybe I could have avoided all of these issues and saved my daughter from such drastic delays. And then I started to realize that I was getting kind of uncomfortable. So I shifted my attention elsewhere. I then started to think about just my day and what was going to happen in that day. But then my mind started to wander again into what my days were like now compared to a year ago. Like now I had a daughter that had needs and... Now I had a daughter that was delayed and struggling with her health. And I had no idea what was going on. I had no idea how to help her, but I continued to do what the doctors told me to do, even though I was worried that some of it wasn't working or wasn't helping. And I could feel that I started to feel tense. I could feel it in my shoulders and I could feel it in my stomach. And I started to think about all the things that I needed to do that day. I just tried to keep thinking and ignore my shoulders tensing in my stomach. And so I was like, all right, I got, let me see, laundry and shopping and cleaning and getting my um, older son home from school and giving my daughter her treatments and figuring out how to do something that was fun for my older child, but was still realistic to do with my younger child because we really couldn't go anywhere. And then we needed to make sure that we would get it done in time so that I could get dinner made. By this time, I felt like absolutely overwhelmed by everything that I needed to do. And on top of not knowing what was going on with my daughter or how to help it or how to solve it or anything like that. And I just felt absolutely overwhelmed at this point. And I looked at the clock and it was only 9 a.m. <laughs> so much for my good day. I just finished up my makeup and I walked out of that bathroom and I walked into my bedroom and I was feeling depressed and borderline in despair, thinking like, is this 
always going to be my life? Like, is, is this just what it is now? Where I feel this way all the time. I feel overwhelmed all the time and depressed. And, and as I stood there, I was right in front of my bed. And all I wanted to do was crawl into it, curl up in a ball under my covers, and just pray that the world would leave me alone. And this was not a singular experience. This happened often, where I'd be thinking all sorts of things, thinking it'd be a great day, thinking I was getting on top of it, and it was a matter of 30 minutes, and I was back into this space of depression and despair and overwhelm and stress. So if this resonates with you, if this sounds like you, I want to let you know right now that there is hope and there is good news. And you'll get that at closer to the end of the podcast. So I want to talk a little bit about stress and to gain a, a little bit of an understanding, a surface understanding of, of what it is and what the, it looks like for mamas that have kids with special needs or what I've seen to be the most common triggers for it. So stress is anything that causes physical, emotional, or psychological strain. For special need mamas, these kind of stress triggers can look like the unknown health struggles of your child, not knowing what to do to help your child, not feeling adequate or capable in giving your child what they need, struggling with being on the same page as your spouse, struggling with feeling a loss and feeling guilty that you feel that way, not having the support you or your child need, finding yourself in a situation in life that you did not want to be in, navigating a whole new kind of daily life, navigating a med- the medical world, doctors and therapists and insurance and policies and state aids and waiting rooms and paperwork, And then there's financial strains and worrying about the well-being of your other children. Lack of sleep, reduced personal life outside of the home, the lack of self-defining and self-nourishing activities, things that fill your cup, the chaos of feeling behind in all the other areas of your life, and other perceived dangers to you or your child in this new life that you're experiencing. These are the things that I hear often from mamas that tend to be some of their top stressors. And as you think about your own life and you think about your own experiences, I want you to make some small connections here for just a minute. That when you are thinking about your child and the struggles they're going through and the unknowns How are you feeling in your body? What emotions are you feeling? Do you feel psychological strain like mental exhaustion and fatigue? Okay, that's stress. That's stress that you are feeling. Now, in a normal, healthy stress response, our stress would spike and then resolve. So like a zebra getting chased by a lion, The zebra sees the threat, the lion pursues. Whatever zebras don't get caught by the lion are able to resume their normal 
eating and grazing habits totally resolving the adrenaline and the stress response that happened in their bodies. But that doesn't happen, as I'm sure you've noticed, with these kinds of stressors in your life. We tend to get stuck, and it's actually due to our more advanced brain. So I want to give you right now four common reasons why we get stuck in stress. And these are the top four. And these are the four common reasons why we get stuck in stress. Ruminating about the past, worrying about the future, a belief that all stress is bad, and stressing about the wrong things. Now, I'm going to go back through each of these and just share a little bit more about them. Ruminating about the past means that you are doing reruns in your brain about situations that happened in the past and how you would go back and change them or do it differently. So if you find yourself thinking about, like some of my thoughts were, if only I had paid attention more, I could have, we could have avoided this. Okay, that's a rumination. So when you continue to think about the past and kind of play out a whole scenario of how you would have changed it and what you would have done differently, you are increasing your stress levels because it's bringing the past into the present, a stressful past into the present moment. All right, and then worrying about the future is fairly self-explanatory, But questions like, what will the future look like? Will my child ever get to dot, dot, dot? What will my future be like? Will it always be this way? Will I ever get to do the other things I've always wanted to do? Okay, these questions are worries about the unknown and really the unpredictable in the future. They also spike your stress. A belief that all stress is bad. This is an interesting one because um, stress is often talked about in a negative way, unless we often talk about like exercise, like we want to kind of stress those muscles out and get them to kind of rip apart so that we can then build new muscles and stronger and more defined muscles. Well, it turns out that stress can be used the same way way. So our bodies are built and designed to process acute stress. Acute stress is the kind of stress where we are in the presence of a threat or some sort of stress trigger. Our stress spikes and then we're able to resolve the stress and return back to a homeostasis kind of state where we're able to feel calm and return our nervous system back to a nice low baseline. In this way, stress becomes an asset because not only does it help to help us become more vigilant, help us become more focused, but acute stresses that spike up and then resolve also act 
as a cell detox where they spike up and then they wash the cells out with the hormones that you experience during that acute stress. And it actually helps to keep us younger and spunkier longer. And this is one of the reasons why scientists continually suggest exercise when you're stressed and why it can keep you healthier longer. New science is also coming out and talking about the huge benefits of getting back in nature because nature can also help to reset that nervous system, which means to help us return to a good homeostasis level. Now, if you have a belief that any kind of stress is bad, then this is something you're going to be avoiding and not inviting. Whenever something is stressful, it is interpreted as a threat instead of perhaps a challenge that one can overcome, like doing reps at the gym to help you get stronger. Things, when we encounter stressful situations in our lives and we're able to resolve them, it becomes like reps in the gym where we build our emotional resilience and our stress resilience, really. So that is a pretty cool one. All right, so stressing about the wrong things. In our life, there are more circumstances that are outside of our control, more things and people and situations and diagnoses that are absolutely outside of our control. And then there's a huge group that are mostly outside of our control, but then can be influenced by us. And then you have a smaller amount, but significant amount of things that are highly influenceable by us or completely within our control. As a mother, when your child is sick and you feel a complete amount of responsibility for them, their well-being, their health, their development, it is very natural to feel the pull to fix it, to make it better, to make it like it was before. But the truth is that we cannot control the complete outcome of our child's health. We can influence it greatly. We cannot control it. We cannot control completely diagnosis, genetics, things like that. There are many of these things that are outside of our control. We can also not control how motivated our child is to be involved in therapy, to be involved or motivated to do their exercises or do their treatments or take their medications or what have you. Those things are also outside of our control, although we can do our very best to help them. What causes the kind of stress, it's like sprinting to the finish line, but you're inside of a hamster wheel. So you're sprinting and sprinting and sprinting, but making no progress. And it is a a finish line that you will never reach is trying to guarantee or control completely the outcome of your child's health, of the behavior of your child, um, or even your spouse or any of your other children. Those things are more outside of your control than they are inside. So when you focus on that outcome, you spin in stress. 
and it depletes your energy. You get nowhere and you get there fast. That's why by 9 a.m. in the morning, your energy reserves, you've completely burned through them already because you're thinking and researching and trying to take action to change something that isn't completely within your control to change. And that is another huge, one of the common reasons why we get stuck in stress. Now, I actually want you to take a minute and notice that none of these four reasons, ruminating about the past, worrying about the future, a belief that all stress is bad, or stressing about the wrong things, none of these things have very much to do with time. Time away from the home. Time away from doing other things. They are all experiences that you have when you think. This is because chronic stress lives in your thoughts. That is where it exists. Because if you just take a minute to be present with yourself and with your child, you will find that the majority of the time you are perfectly safe and not in a threatening situation. Right? And this is, this is really crazy. Like think for a minute back to my experience in the bathroom when I'm getting ready for the day. When I first start getting ready for the day, I was feeling good, even hopeful that this was going to be a good day. But then I started to think about the past and then worry about the future. And I was thinking a lot about the circumstances that I really couldn't control, but that I wanted to, and I wanted to change. And I started to experience physical strain, like my tensing shoulders and my tightening stomach. And then emotional strain, like the discomfort and overwhelm and depression and despair and mental exhaustion. Then the emotional strain, like my discomfort, overwhelm, depression, and despair. Then the psychological strain, like my wanting to flee and hide from my life and the mental exhaustion that I felt. All of these stresses built up over the course of me just doing my makeup right? And in no, I wasn't in any actual, there was no actual threat present with me there. And so this, this is how chronic stress starts and keeps spinning, is that we bring those stressors into our present mind and day, whether that's from the past or from the future, from the unknown, from, you know, what have you, any place, you bring it into the present moment, and then you hold it there by continuing to think about it. And that's exactly what I did. I left that bathroom and I proceeded to carry that stress with me throughout my entire day. I mean, this is crazy. It's like crazy amazing. It's amazing that our brains have the ability to create a life-threatening situation outside of an actual threatening situation, like that it can feel threatening and stressful. And that's so cool. And like, and I'm serious that it's cool. And, and here's why. It's because if your brain has the capability to create stress in an array of life situations, it means that it also has the capability of creating calm and confidence. Which emotions actually give you your emotional and mental break that you're looking for. Feeling calm and feeling confident give you a reprieve from the stress. 
And you didn't even have to go anywhere. You didn't have to leave the house. You didn't have to pay a babysitter or anything. The only quote unquote work that you need to do or start doing, and it is work, like I'll give it that, but you do this work and you start giving yourself a break and you start to break the cycle of stress and hop off that hamster wheel and you do it by shifting your thinking to change the lens that you are viewing your life through. So you don't actually have to take an actual break from your life to experience reprieve and break the stress cycle. Which is amazing news for the many, many of us out there that cannot, at the present moment, take a break. At least the kind that we would wish to. But you can in this way, and it is effective, and it is helpful, and you do get to feel completely different, even though your circumstances haven't changed. It sounds crazy, but it's true, and it's totally possible for you. So if these things are resonating with you, and you're looking to not just shift a little bit, but to experience a transformation, not only from a stress-filled life to one that is calm and confident within like the next 90 days, and you're willing to do some of the mental work, then send me an email at that email address below or come and join the Facebook group Mamas Have Special Needs Too. And I'll see you later. Take care.